Hello, dear friend. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate very, very much that you are investing time this evening here with me. From Odessa, Texas, to the rest of the world, Saturday, August 29, 2020. It is 8 p.m. in the East Coast, 7 p.m. in glorious Texas, 5 p.m. in the West Coast. From Odessa, Texas, I am Gian, the founding pastor of Victory Church. This evening, I will be talking with you about a very difficult matter, dealing with infidelity. The objective of our broadcast is to exalt the name of Jesus, our Lord. And if you would like to join us in communicating with Church, Victory Church, please send us an email to info at vchurch.us. The address is 2400 West 81st Street in Odessa, Texas, 79764. Our phone number, 432-614-9798, and our website, vchurch.us. You are watching probably through any of our platforms. If you could, please give us a thumbs up or write a comment here. We would love to hear from you. I appreciate that. Our podcast is going really, really good. So far, over 335 episodes. If you want to save data when you are on the go, on the road, just subscribe to the podcast. And the way to do it is you go in any of the platforms that are listed. Let me put it full screen for you right now. You can do the podcast app on your iPhone or any of these other websites. And then once you are there, search for Giancarlo's podcast, and then you will be able to subscribe to the podcast. But also, we want to invite you to go to the website, mygiancarlo.com, if you are interested in listening to cool stories. We have drama, family stories. We have sports stories, actions, action story, pet stories, sports, and of course a story about the future, year 2064. All these audiobooks are available for you in the website mygiancarlo.com. However, we are so pleased to inform to everyone that the most recent audiobook, Yorktown, has been released. Since August 21st, Yorktown has been a wonderful success. This story is the story of Nina Boyles. She became a lady hero in a terrific CIA story. We would love, we would love for you to go and check us out. MyGiancarlo.com But if you are wondering about the church, well, Victory Church is located in Odessa, Texas, and we would love for you to come and join us any Sunday at 10 a.m. We do our worship service. We broadcast the service live, of course, but you are more than welcome to join us. Throughout the week, we also broadcast programs at 7 p.m. like this program. In fact, we right now are doing a fundraiser for $5,000 because we want to improve our broadcast. Our equipment is old and we need to renew it. So 
we will appreciate any help. Any little help helps. If you want to do it, go on your browser to the website vchurch.us forward slash give. And there you can select the option for fundraiser $5,000. And then you say how much would you like to donate to the church. If you don't like to do it that way, you can so just send a text message 432-268-0007 and give the amount you want to donate and the system will help you to do that. We want to talk to you today about something a little bit tough. It's uh, infidelity. But you know what? We all know that loyalty is a heart issue, isn't it? We know that. Some people have that in their hearts and some people do not have that. But it's there in your hearts, in our hearts. Some people are just loyal people and other people are not. Other people just don't like to be loyal for some reason. It's a heart issue, you know. So are you loyal, my friend? Are you the kind of person that is loyal I wonder, you know, because infidelity brings so much pain into relationships. That's why we want to talk about today dealing with infidelity. And let me take you to one passage of the scripture. This passage is in the letter to the Apostle Paul to Timothy, the second letter, chapter 1, verses 15 through 16. This is Paul. Basically, he is telling a story here to Timothy, something that happened to him. He says, you know that everyone in Asia has left me. Even Vigelos and Hermogenes have left me. I pray that the Lord will show mercy to the family of Onesophorus. Many times Onesophorus encouraged me. He was not ashamed that I was in prison. Paul basically is sharing with his uh, disciple, Timothy, part of his journey. You know, he was telling him, you know what, son? Do you know what, my brother, my disciple, my protege? Sometimes life is tough. You trust people, you work with people, you think that they are going to be with you because you have done wonderful things for them and you work with them, and you help them, and etc. And then reality, reality just wakes you up, and then you find yourself alone. Because sadly, there are many people that they don't like to be loyal to others. We are not uh, unique in this experience, you know. We all live that experience, like Paul, working with people, serving God, preaching the gospel to them, talking to them about the Lord Jesus and their lives changed. And now suddenly he finds himself in Asia alone. And uh, obviously these two guys, they hurt Paul pretty bad to the point that the, the reference of their names are in the Bible due to their lack of loyalty. That's bad, my friends. You know, Paul was not the kind of bitter person. 
You know, I don't feel that I am a bitter person. I know I'm not. But if I have to put in writing <laughs> the names of two people that abandoned me, that they were not loyal to me, it's not because of bitterness. Obviously, it was something really bad that happened there. Imagine that. However, when we live that experience that somebody abandoned us and goes, leaving us alone, the good Lord always will help us. Onesiphorus is the name of this guy who was loyal to Paul. The other two guys, well, the rest of the friends, well, what are you going to do? You know, in life, it's, it's just like that. You will find people that are very loyal to you. But eventually, you will find that there are many individuals that they don't. And it hurts. But you need to learn that that is part of life. There are ones that are very loyal, and there are others that they are not. Simply as that. But you know what? An ungrateful person always betrays others. That's a characteristic of those who are not faithful. They are those that are not loyal. They are just ungrateful people. I know that you have lived that. Perhaps you have helped many people in your life. How many stories do we know about, for instance, couples? One of the two is poor and do not have many opportunities in life. And, and the other says, well, I love you. I'm going to marry you. And we will do this together because I believe in you and I'm going to help you. And uh, once the other person gets uh, whatever the person wants, which is a job or a contract or fame or whatever, suddenly start to see the, the first one like irrelevant, unimportant. Where is the loyalty then? You see, a lot of people when think of infidelity, they immediately think of uh, affairs, sexual affairs, that somebody went to have an affair with somebody else. But infidelity is more than that. It's not, that's just one way to see infidelity. But what about relationships where one was receiving the benefit of that relationship because the other party or a group of people were supporting him and suddenly when this person got what he wanted, just forgets about those who helped him or helped her and now wants to continue just moving up in the ladder of life, using others. Where is the loyalty there? It's just lack of gratitude. It's ungrateful people. Just like that. Can someone betray God and keep faithful to another human being? What do you think? Is it possible that somebody will betray God, but is going to be Faithful to humans? <laughs> if somebody cannot keep his loyalty or her loyalty to the good Lord God Almighty, what are the hopes for the, the rest of them? 
And there are stories in the scripture that tells us about it. So one of those is in the book of Judges, chapter 8, verses 33 through 35. Is the story of Gideon, part of what happened to him. Listen to this. No sooner had Gideon died than the Israelites again prostituted themselves to the false gods. They set up Baal as their god and did not remember the Lord their God, who had rescued them from the hands of all their enemies on every side. They also failed to show any loyalty to the family of Gideon in spite of all the good things he had done for them. How about that? People being blessed by God. They just forget about God. Although they promise to the Lord, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. I'm going to serve you. I'm going to be in church. I'm going to be giving to the church. I'm going to be serving in the church. I'm going to do these things. If you help me, Lord, here's the Lord saving us from all our enemies. But many people are unfaithful. They are not loyal to God. They just forget about their promises. And they go in the wrong, wrong route of worshiping false gods, themselves or anything. But they don't want to continue worshiping God. So, of course, if they cannot be faithful to God, imagine what humans can expect. So here is Gideon's family, hoping that the people of Israel will be nice to them after Gideon working, helping, fighting for all the Israelites. And no, they just forgot about Gideon's family. So that is the answer to the question. Can someone betray God and still be faithful to human beings? No, my friend. They, that is not going to happen. So the key and the particular issue we are discussing today of fidelity and loyalty is that we need to have that kind of relationship with God, being loyal to God, faithful to God. Because if, if a person cannot be loyal to the Lord, more likely it's not going to be loyal to anybody. And then is when we see the terrible consequences of infidelity. Simple as that. Now, would you forgive a betrayal, my friend? Would you? Because betrayal, as we know, it can happen in, in marriage, but also can happen in business partnership. It can happen in church. It can happen in relationships like friends. Betrayal. Somebody stealing secrets from the company. Stealing patents. Stealing creativity from others. People working together and suddenly doing something wrong. Now, would you forgive a betrayal? That is a tough question. And only you have an answer for that.
because let's say you are the one who lived that experience. Your spouse betrayed you. Your spouse went into having a, an affair with somebody else. What would you do? Would you forgive this person? Would you forgive your spouse and say, okay, I forgive you. What about an employee that is doing some horrible things to the company? A partner in business betraying you. Would you forgive somebody that betrayed you? Only you have that answer. You know exactly that the feeling of doubt and lack of uh, security in that relationship is, is gone. So it's, it's a tough position for many people. And I have seen that many, many times in my life. Some of those cases, uh, the person wants to give to the other the opportunity, the chance, because they say, well, you know what? Uh, we are humans. We all make mistakes. We all sin, right? If God forgives us, why we cannot forgive others? And uh, unfortunately, some people leave that experience. They forgive the one that betrayed them, and eventually they find out that the thing didn't work well. More importantly, I think the question should be to the one who is betraying the others. Will you repent of betraying God and people? Because that is more important than if you forgive the one who betrayed you. Like we know, the good Lord forgives us. There was a case of infidelity in one of the two in the marriage say, okay, I forgive you. But what about the other? Is the, is the other person, the one who betrayed the spouse, really willing to repent of betraying God and people? Some people think, well, you know, she caught me, they, he caught me, you know, and it's bad, but, you know, what are you going to do? You know, they see the lack of uh, loyalty and being uh, involved in infidelity like uh, it's not important. When, when you have situations like that, if the person doesn't truly repent and you don't see a genuine change, you are playing with balls of fire. You're going to get burned. Now, if you wonder what the scripture says, let me take you to the scripture. This is the case of the prophet Hosea, chapter 6, verses 4 through 7. The Lord is talking through the prophet in reference to two tribes, two groups of people in Israel. What can I do with you, Ephraim and Judah? Your love is like the morning mist, like the early dew that disappears. <laughs> I used the prophet and made laws for the people. The people were killed at my command, says the Lord. But good things will come from those decisions. This is because I want faithful love, not sacrifice. 
I want people to know God, not to bring burnt offerings. But the people broke the agreement as Adam did. People betray others. And they, they tried to pacify the ones who were betrayed with a present, with money. It's like they pretend that buying something will erase what they just did. The Lord got tired of that. This is the rhetoric question. What can I do with you, Ephraim and Judah? Tribes of the people of Israel. The Lord said, you know what? It's like a... In the morning, you are so happy with me, but it's just a matter of minutes and hours. And like the morning mist, the early dew, disappears. People say that all the time to others. Oh, I love you. I'll be loyal to you. I'll be faithful to you. Oh, yes, sir. I will respect the agreement that I have with the company. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's shake hands. Okay, that. Sets the agreement. Oh, sure, I'm going to sign the contract that I'm not going to steal the secrets of the company. Non-competition agreement. Oh, absolutely. Don't worry about it. You can give me the keys of your house and the code, the alarm code to your house, and don't worry about it. I'll take good care of your house while you are gone. <laughs> the lack of uh, conscience of people today is... It's horrible. What are you doing with the trust that people are giving you? And are you the kind of naive person that you will trust anybody just because they say they will be loyal to you and faithful to you? You need to see the reality of life. Even God, the Lord God in his whole merciful, compassionate character got tired of that. And he said, well, you know what? I used the prophets and I asked them to write laws so some people will die. The punishment of God came upon some people and they died. But you know what? The scripture says, but good things will come from those decisions. In some marriages, you see that lack of uh, fidelity and you see them betraying and cheating on the spouse and doing all kind of bad stuff with money and etc. You know, just lack of integrity. And it's until there is a severe punishment when some people stop doing that and for others, it's a great example to not do that. So how will you deal with infidelity? It's up to you to forgive. Let it go and give another chance to the person. Like in fact, we can forgive. We should forgive to not be bitter. But are you really going to give a, another chance to somebody just because say this person says that he's not going to do it again without any supervision, without any kind of uh, controls and making sure this person is going to do it right this time. You have to be careful about that. 
The good Lord got tired of that. Lies. People betraying him. Going and worshiping false gods. He said no. There were laws written to punish those who were betraying others. So some good things will come from those decisions, says the Lord. And then he says, you know what? I don't, I don't want burnt offerings, the Lord says. I just want you to, to get to know me. What could be the best thing that anyone in a relationship will, will like to have with others is honesty, sincerity, loyalty. Because if somebody has a relationship, whether it's a romantic relationship or friendship or business, and is cheating, what is the point of bringing a present, bring money just to try to pacify the other? <laughs> you know, in fact, the Lord says here, Hosea chapter 6, it says, but the people broke the agreement as Adam did. The Lord is fully aware of that. But he gave an opportunity to Adam. And he is giving each one of us the opportunity today. If you are the person that have lived the experience of betrayal because somebody broke your heart and stole from you, you need to forgive and ask God for guidance how to deal specifically with this person, with this cheater. But if you are the one cheating, you need to repent and change for real. Give your heart to God because the consequences of cheating are terrible. If you continue cheating, if you are a cheater and you are continue cheating, you will regret that. There are going to come consequences, terrible consequences to the lives of those who are cheating. And you don't want that. What you need is just to repent and change your life. Give your heart to the Lord Jesus. And I invite you to do that. Give your heart, your whole heart, to the Lord God today. Like Romans chapter 10, verse 9 says, if you openly say, Jesus is my Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from dead, you will be saved. I hope that you will make the right decision and repent. And if you are wondering, so what's next? Well, the next thing you do once you repent is to get baptized. Get baptized, my friend. Go to the waters. Testify to everybody. You know what? I want to change. And the next thing that I'm going to do is get baptized. And now I'm going to be plugged in a church and I'm going to be in church tomorrow, Sunday. I hope that you will join us. In Victory Church will be a pleasure for us to embrace you. We don't judge you for your sins, but certainly we want you to change. One of the things that we would like to suggest you is to go to the website magiancarlo.com. Try to listen to this book, Yorktown. It's a great story. It was released on August 25th. 
We hope that you will do it. And I remind you about our fundraiser for $5,000. If you can help us, please go to the browser of your phone or your computer. Go to vcharge.us forward slash give. We are trying to get $5,000 to buy new equipment to improve the quality of our broadcast. Thank you so much for your help. Thank you for watching Victory Church. Please feel free to contact us. Our email address is info at vchurch.us and our phone number is 432-614-9798.